The Russia bombshells keep dropping. So after we recorded our latest edition of Skullduggery, the New York Times dropped their latest scoop. The paper reported that in June, Donald Trump directed his White House counsel, Don McGahn, to fire special counsel Robert Mueller. McGahn said he'd resign rather than fire Mueller. And Trump backed down. This is a special edition of Skullduggery. There is absolutely no collusion. I didn't make a phone call to Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia. Everybody knows it. Because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I told the American people I did not trade arms for hostages. My heart and my best intentions still tell me that's true. But the facts and the evidence tell me it is not. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. The British government has learned that Saddam Hussein recently sought significant quantities of uranium from Africa. How many times do I have to answer this question? Can you just Russia say is a ruse. I'm Dan Clydman, editor-in-chief of Yahoo News. I'm Michael Isikoff, chief investigative correspondent for Yahoo News. And Dan, I got to say, this is a big one. Um, it's a big one for multiple reasons. Uh, there's been speculation for months about whether the president would try and fire Mueller. Now we know he actually did. He tried to fire Mueller back in June, and he was only blocked because the chief White House counsel, McGahn, threatened to quit if he did. Um, that says a lot about what Trump's mindset was. And I can't underscore enough how significant this is for the obstruction investigation. Because remember, this is all about what was Trump's view? What was inside his head when first he asked Comey for loyalty. He asked him to go easy on Michael Flynn, the fired national security advisor. He fired him. And now we know he tried to fire Mueller. Was it about Russia or did they have other, as the White House has argued, there were other reasons for the firing of Comey. This puts it all together and makes it clear that first and foremost, it was Russia on his mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and he remember, this is happening in June. This is after there's been all this blowback um, against Trump for firing Comey. And yet he still wants to go forward with firing the special counsel. And so, um, you know, it's it's just astonishing uh, that that he would you know, that he would do this and that he would try to order his 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 White House counsel to do it. Uh, and the, frankly, the reasons that the White House are giving for, you know, why um, he would have wanted uh, Mueller out, you know, don't really hold up. There are all these allegations of conflict of interest, but these conflicts of interest were reviewed uh, by the Justice Department uh, ethics officers, and and they were judged not to be conflicts. They're kind of amusing, actually, when you think of them. The one that's funniest. Um, is that uh, the golf club? The golf club, right? Because yeah. Mueller, Mueller, uh, you know, belonged to a uh, golf club in Northern Virginia owned by tr- uh, by Trump, yeah. uh, and um, you know, got into some sort of uh, a dispute about about you know you know payment of dues. Yeah, well, let's ban everybody who ever played at a Trump golf course from having anything to do with the uh, uh, with the investigation. Um, but look, let's let's just go back to remember the, the decision to fire Comey. The argument was 
that that the White House put out is, well, it was because of his handling of the Clinton email investigation and his testimony before the Senate when he said he would have done it again, that is, written that letter um, uh, in the last days of the campaign uh, saying he had reopened the uh, investigation into um, Clinton's uh, emails, um, which was a clear in- interference or disruption in the, in the closing days of the campaign. And that's what Rod Rosenstein hung his memo on that the White House then used to justify the firing of Comey. But, you know, the, 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 the pushback against that, the argument that undercuts it, is Trump's many statements, including those to Russia, uh, uh, Lester Holt, that it was Russia on his mind. So now you put together the, uh, that, the contradictions in the White House account with this new information about the uh, decision to fire um, uh, Mueller, and it makes a much more damning case. It, it is kind of interesting if you think about it that uh, now, as uh, potentially part of Mueller's obstruction case, um, he he has to consider uh, that uh, that Trump was trying to fire him. I, I'm not sure that's ever happened. Um, in an obstruction case where that potentially becomes part of the evidence? Well, now you can actually make an argument, I suppose. Would, would Mueller so he yeah, yeah. have to would have, would have to recuse himself <laughs> because it's about him. Um, so he becomes case. a he becomes a witness uh, in yeah. the case. That that is uh, that that's that's pretty crazy. Unlikely well, that uh, and may, maybe maybe that's maybe that's uh, the uh, maybe that was the point of it in the first place. Um, yeah, yeah. There's uh, you know there's but, a method behind this madness. But remember, we talked yesterday about whether Rod Rosenstein would have to um, recuse himself because he's a witness to the firing of Comey. Um, and now add on top of that, uh, Bob Mueller. Uh, yeah. It's an interesting. Uh, you know, I don't think it's actual totally crazy that if uh, if 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 a if an effort to Fire Mueller is part of the case against the president, then Mueller, you know, does have a conflict in trying to make that case. I, I it's not, it's not totally insane, and a, I think some people may actually uh, start to focus on. Well, that. Well, it's a good legal ethics question. I actually want to uh, kind of uh, talk about a little more context here. You know, this happened in June. Clearly, the president yeah. was extremely agitated uh, back then. Um, more recently, at least in pu- public comments, there's been no suggestion that that he was going to fire uh, Mueller, and he's not been tweeting about him. He's not been attacking him. You know, one significant difference between back in June um, and and now is that in June he was represented. Trump was represented by a different lawyer. It was Mark Kasowitz, who was a New right. York litigator, a very aggressive guy, a guy who believed in the Trump philosophy of punching back. Um, now, you know, he's he's Represented by uh, Ty Cobb, a seasoned Washington white collar uh, criminal defense lawyer, um, who's had a very different approach and a different style of client management. Basically, he's been saying to Trump, "We need to cooperate. Uh, if we do, uh, everything will be fine. This thing will be resolved, um, and um, and there's no percentage in you know yeah. uh, you know fighting back aggressively. We just want this to go away as expeditiously as possible." Now, of course, the premise of that is that there's no criminal wrongdoing, um, and that remains to be seen. But certainly, um, 
I think the the the, the way the lawyers um, have handled their client is is quite different, and you can see that in um, in Trump's outward behavior back then um, and and more recently. Sure. And look, I remember we were reporting on this back at the time in June um, when Kasowitz was the uh, lead counsel. He had threatened to file a um, an ethics complaint against Comey, uh, asking for an inspector general investigation. That was a clear sort of stick in the eye of Mueller. Mueller and Comey are very close, we know. Uh, and um, th- that that signaled a strongly confrontational approach that the um, the White House and the president were, were going to take to the investigation. They got sort of uh, tamped down on that. They got sort of waved off. I think um, uh, John Dowd and others told them that's not a smart idea, and they dropped it. Um, but you know, now we know more context that just how furious and fuming uh, the president was over Mueller. But can I just bring up another significant development yesterday? You can. Actually, you can. But you can until I make my final point on this. All right. I'll indulge. (laughs) Well, I think this one's important because I think for the people who uh, are worried, and there are a lot of people out there worried um, that that this president um, has been, um, through his actions, uh, you know, trying to kind of um, undermine you know basic institutions of governance you know by going after in, you know law enforcement agencies and intelligence agencies and 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 so on and so forth firing Comey, um, the 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 fact that Don McGahn the White House Counsel uh, refused to fire uh, Mueller and said that he would resign instead of firing Mueller if that indeed happened and a lot of people have confirmed this now, I think suggests that this president. Um, you know, in, in these kind of moments uh, when he is um, apt uh, to really um, act out in a, in, a, in a very aggressive way, can be constrained. Um, and, you know, I think that's reassuring to some people. And by the way, there was another example of this reported this week when Axios reported that Trump wanted, um, uh, that when Trump wanted uh, 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 Andrew McCabe, the, the deputy director of the FBI, who he thinks is biased because his wife uh, ran as a Democrat for the for the state senate in Virginia, and wanted wanted McCabe fired. Um, and Chris Ray, uh, you know, reported by Axios, the FBI director, essentially did the same thing and said, you know, you'll have to fire me um, if you want to get rid of McCabe because I'm not going to do it. So I think that that is uh, going to be reassuring to some people. Yeah, you can you can see all these incipient uh, incipient uh, Saturday night massacres that were uh, uh, narrowly avoided, uh, but could have uh, blown up at any time. Anyway, look, uh, just uh, one more point that I think uh, uh, a development yesterday that isn't getting quite as uh, much attention, uh, but I think in the long run should, which is that. Um, Take a step back. Where is all this going? Um, I think we all agree. We've discussed this before. It's unlikely that um, Mueller can indict this a sitting president of the United States. Uh, there's uh, legal questions about whether that's constitutional, but he can certainly uh, uh, write a report 
a damning report that could be taken up by the House Judiciary Committee for impeachment hearings if it gets forwarded by the Deputy Attorney General, Rod Rosenstein. And if the end game here is an impeachment resolution, what would uh, the articles of impeachment be about? It would certainly be about obstruction. It would certainly be, be about Russia. And by the way, if the Democrats retake control of the House in November, which does seem like a real possibility, I think then um, uh, we are going to be going Going through this and having this discussion exactly a year from now when the uh, a Democratic House takes office. But I've always thought that for articles of impeachment to remove a president, it would have to be more than just about Russia. And what would be that Article 2 or that Article 3? It would be emoluments, the idea that the president is profiting while in office from his still maintaining financial interests in the Trump organization and the Trump hotels, especially from those foreign governments that are holding embassy parties, that are uh, uh, filling up suites at the Trump International Hotel in Washington. Now, as you know, there have been lawsuits filed on this very score. And the, those who were pursuing the lawsuits uh, had a big setback a month ago when a a federal judge in New York rejected them, rejected one of those suits brought by uh, a crew. But yesterday, yesterday, there was another lawsuit before a different federal judge, Judge Peter Massetti in Greenbelt, Maryland, brought by the attorneys general of Maryland and the District of Columbia. And Judge Massetti took a very different view. He had very skeptical comments for the Justice Department position that this lawsuit should be dismissed. He said, don't cite the other judge, Judge Daniels, to me. Uh, uh, he admonished the Justice Department lawyer at one point. And I think if Judge Massetti, a Democratic appointee as well, though, uh, does rule in favor of the plaintiffs, the attorneys generals, uh, in this case, that will give a big boost to those who want to include emoluments in articles of impeachment, uh, I think uh, that will much will strengthen and flesh out potential uh, uh, a, a potential impeachment case against the president a year from now. Something worth watching. All the, all Absolutely. I, and I think that was you're right. That was little noticed. It's important. Um, I do. If you think through um, uh, the kind of the legal side of this, um, this is a an issue that's never really been fully litigated in the courts. And if you have um, uh, kind of conflicting decisions uh, in different circuits, they're going to have to they're going to be appealed. And this is something that's going to work its way up to the Supreme Court, um, I imagine. Um, and so, uh, you know, if the Democrats do take back the House in, in, in you know, in, in, in the midterms. Um, it, you know, that imp the impeachment um, scenario may be moving faster than um, the litigation in the courts. So it's going to be interesting right. to see how that how that lines up. The other thing is, that's kind of interesting to me, this is just a legal nerd, is what mm -hmm. the cause of action is uh, by the people, the plaintiffs in this case. As I understand it, this is the District of Columbia and the state of Maryland. And basically, mm -hmm. they're arguing that because Trump still um, uh, has these, you know, these properties and and stands to gain from them financially. He's essentially created an uneven playing playing field uh, because you know people want to ingratiate themselves with with the president and stay in his hotels um, and you know what other other properties he has. It's just kind of an interesting uh, uh, argument.
Okay, a couple, a couple of uh, uh, points worth making. First of all, that if Judge Massetti does allow the lawsuit to proceed, the plaintiffs in this case get discovery. They get to uh, 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 get documents and take testimony about uh, the Trump organization's finances, where the money is coming from, how much of that is coming from foreign governments and foreign principles. Um, so that is a big deal, the one that we can expect will be uh, uh, resisted by the Trump organization. But um, as to your point about this will go to the Supreme Court, this is kind of interesting because yes, uh, it would be in the interests of uh, the president and um, uh, his Justice Department to get this before what they can presume to be a uh, more friendly Supreme Court than somebody like Judge Massetti, uh, who clearly seems to take a skeptical view. But, um, you know, would they get there uh, before uh, January of 2019, when, um, under my scenario, the impeachment debate will be taking place uh, in the House Judiciary Committee and maybe on the floor of the House? Um, I'm not so sure they would. What could happen here is that the Trump uh, folks uh, ask it for immediate review by the Supreme Court so they could get a favorable Supreme Court opinion before the uh, it goes into the uh, uh, it goes to a Democratic House of Representatives to resolve. And I think they can expect uh, wh where the Democratic House will be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is a fascinating issue. Clearly, we could be doing uh, special editions of Skullduggery all day long, given how much news there is. We're going to have to end yeah. it here. This has been a special edition of Skullduggery. Don't forget to subscribe to Skullduggery on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back with a new episode next Friday. Mm -hmm.